the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel, Defender of Zion. Shalom. And welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler, and I am the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues, currently serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, Tampa, and Conexion is our Spanish-speaking congregation, also in Wesley Chapel. Let's begin our time together with a word of prayer. Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King. Lord, we love you and we thank you for the season that we're in, a season where we rededicate our lives to you, that we will truly be a light in the, this dark world that, that we've been placed in. And so, Lord, we thank you, Father, for choosing us. We thank you, Lord, for calling us into your presence. And we ask, O oh Lord, that this day we would truly be an ambassador for you, a light to the world. So, Lord, pour out your spirit upon us, anoint us, give us everything that we need to serve you well. We bless you, we thank you, and ask that this radio program be a blessing as well. So we pray that it will encourage people and, and put them on a great path to serve you, Lord. We bless you in the name of Yeshua. Amen and amen. So we've talked about Hanukkah its history and the key elements that make it important. And last week we talked about the isms which tempt us away from making God's culture number one in our lives. Now today we will continue to concentrate on Hanukkah as it began this past Thursday evening. And I pray that you have our Hanukkah Haggadah and are celebrating. But just in case you don't have it, let me mention to you that it is available on our website. So just go to shoreshdavid.org, and that is spelled S-H-O-R-E-S-H, david.org. So you go to our website and you see the banner that says Happy Hanukkah and you click on more information. That takes you right to the page to open up the Haggadah. And also on that page, you'll hear me sing the blessings and other uh, others will sing Hanukkah songs, which the words are in the Haggadah. Um, you know, this is a great time to share uh, with others, 
share your burden for Israel, share your burden for the Jewishness of your faith. Invite your Jewish friends who don't know the Lord to celebrate Hanukkah with you. So we're only halfway through. You get eight days for this, right? (laughs) So you get till this next Thursday. But let me give you an example of what is, first of all, on the website. And um, there are three blessings. The third one actually is only done on the first night, but I'll do it uh, today anyway to give you an idea of how we celebrate. When we're lighting the candles, we say these three blessings. Baruch atah Adonai, Eloheinu melech haolom, Asher kitshanu b'mitzvotav, Vitzivanu lehadlik ner shel Chanukah. Amen. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who has sanctified us with his commandments and commanded us to light the candles of Hanukkah. And the second blessing is Baruch Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam She'asa Nisim La'avotenu Bayamim Ha'hem Bazman Hazeh Amen Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the Universe, who perform miracles for our ancestors in those days at this time. Now, the third one is actually a blessing that is done all throughout the year at different Moedim, different holy days, and certainly uh, Hanukkah as well. But as I said, it's usually done the first night because it's talking about our season. But let me do it for you. Baruch Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlom Shehechianu Vekiyamanu Vehigianu Lazman Amen. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of the universe, who has kept us alive, sustained us, and enabled us to reach this season. So these three are on the website. I sing them there. You can sing them with me to learn them, uh, as well as these other songs that I won't go through right now, and other people sing them. So, you know, as I've mentioned before, Hanukkah is the best known of the Jewish holidays, mainly because it's around the time of Christmas, and many Jews think of this holiday as a Jewish Christmas, Um, the idea of giving gifts, decorations, and what many Jewish people call a Hanukkah bush. (laughs) Yeah. So, but, um, you know, Hanukkah historically was a fight against spiritual and cultural assimilation and fighting for the freedom to worship God. Yet it has become the most assimilated secular holiday on our calendar. The interesting thing about this is that the same fight that the Maccabees had back then, over 2,000 years ago, 
is the fight that we're having now. We're fighting against spiritual and cultural assimilation. And we're fighting for the freedom to worship God. Ah, crazy world, right? Okay. Let's look at Hanukkah and look at it through its one of its names. It's Even though it means dedication, uh, one of the names for Hanukkah is called the Festival of Lights. Chag Haurim. Hanukkah means, as I mentioned, dedication, but it's... Um, we see it in, uh, in as a festival of lights because of all the, uh, first of all, the candles we light uh, during the eight days of Hanukkah. But secondly, look at all the scriptures and the, the symbolism having to do with light. Uh, we start really with Genesis 1, 2 to 4. It says, now the earth was chaos and waste, darkness was on the surface of the deep. And I think that that's really true. We see that when there's darkness, there's chaos and waste. But it says, And the Ruach Elohim was hovering over the surface of the water. Then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. God saw that the light was good. So God distinguished the light from the darkness. He distinguished it because the light was good. Okay? And so there was darkness until God created the light. We see right from the beginning that the way to overcome darkness is by having light. When we celebrate Hanukkah, we are celebrating the miracle of God who creates and shares his light. We know the story as I mentioned about the Maccabees, they returned to the temple after cleaning it. They, they wanted to celebrate God and the oil that should have only lasted one night, which is what they found. And it actually lasted for eight. A Hanukkah miracle. The word shamus on the Hanukkah menorah means servant or helper. It's the, it's the candle that is above or higher than all the other candles, which is kind of interesting that the higher candle is the one that is considered the servant or the helper. Think about it. Let's look at the tradition of the shamus on the menorah as it might refer to Yeshua and how he lights his disciples lights you know i'm i'm praying that yeshua lights my light is that a good prayer you want to join me in that prayer for you as well right so let's look at scripture about light we see in psalm 119:105 your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Scripture is a light to show us the correct direction. Scripture illuminates our path. And of course, uh, in Psalm 119, 130, it says, the unfolding of your words give light, giving understanding to the simple. God's words give light, which acts for us as a revelation. We get wisdom from being in his light. 
and Psalm 1829, for you light up my lamp, Adonai, my God shines in my darkness. So even when we are struggling in darkness, God lights our area, puts a light in us. We have a a reservoir that holds light, and it is God that fills our lamp, our reservoir. And so when it seems dark, we go to God to get filled up, right? Okay, Ecclesiastes 2, 13. I realize that wisdom is more beneficial than folly, as light is better than darkness. So we are to seek the light. Light is going to be beneficial to our lives. And Psalm 27, 1, Adonai is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? God is our light. He fills our life with light. And going to the new covenant, the Burish Hadashah, John 1, 5, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overpowered it. See, God's light wins over the enemy's darkness. This is such a hard verse to put in our mind. Oftentimes when darkness or the uh, in people approach us, you know, uh, we go on the offensive or, or on the defensive and are tempted to be just like those people who have offended us with their darkness. We've got to remember Galatians 6, 1 and 2. Brethren, if someone is caught doing something wrong, you who are directed by the Ruach, the Spirit, restore such a person in a spirit of gentleness, looking closely at yourself so that you are not tempted also, and we should not be tempted to act like the darkness, right? We are to be the light. And so verse 2 of that, of Galatians 6, says, Bear one another's burdens, and in this way you fulfill the Torah of Messiah. We also see in John eight twelve, Yeshua spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. The one who follows me will no longer walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So Yeshua is the light. We must follow him to receive the light. And when we follow him, we are no longer walking in darkness. When we follow him, we have the light of life. We see in 1 Peter 2, 9, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the praises of the one who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. You see that because of that, what God's done in our life, we are to praise him. And that's how people will know who Yeshua is, because we will be walking in praise, always thinking of his marvelous light. For those people who have accepted Yeshua, they have been called out of the darkness into Yeshua's light. 
If you are like me, you understand this verse intellectually, but do we know this truth in our heart? I am so aware of my shortcomings. I'm so aware of my sins. I'm, I'm so aware of the awesomeness of God, the perfection of God. And how can God be talking about me when he talks about a chosen people? So what I do is I take this verse and I place this verse in my heart by praying it and memorizing it. I say, Lord, thank you for choosing me. Lord, thank you for making me part of your royal priesthood. Lord, thank you for placing me into a holy nation. Lord, thank you for making me your possession. And Lord, thank you for bringing me into the light. It's critical for us to know who we are in God's sight. We might not think we're worthy, but we must take God's word, his truth, and put it in our heart. We must acknowledge who we are in him without developing any pride that he chose us. There are many people who knowingly or not knowingly would tear us down, right? And we also can tear ourselves down. But we must accept God's word and apply it to our heart. So do you feel like a light today? Are, are you showing your light? Are your actions showing that you're, you're, you have light in you? What are some of the attributes that you would look like if you were showing your light? I think probably one of the best scriptures to share in this regard is Galatians 5, 22 and 23. The fruits of the Spirit. Do you show love? Because those of you who say that you are a light, are you showing love today? Do you show joy today? Do you show peace today? Do you show patience today? Oh, yeah, that's a hard one, right? <laughs> Do you show kindness? Do you show goodness? Do you show faithfulness? Do you show gentleness? And do you show self-control? As you are a light today based on the fruits of the Spirit, so are you? Yeah, are you? God has created us to be a reflection of the light of Yeshua. Now picture the menorah, the Shamas candle, the one that is higher than all others, I believe represents Yeshua, the light of the world. And he serves us by lighting us lower candles, by lighting the other candles. Our job is to continue to be a light until completion. Our job is to join other lights in making the light around us brighter. But you know, even one light in darkness can be pretty bright. So we don't have to stand against Hellenism and progressivism and all the other isms we talked about yet, uh, last week. In fact, the more we stand against these things, probably the more pushback we'll receive, right? We must have faith in the God we serve that light overcomes darkness. 
So our time and ed- energy needs to focus on being that light. We can't allow the darkness to distract us from being a light or tempting us to join the darkness. Wouldn't you agree? Every Friday night, we light the candles signifying the starting of the Shabbat. Now, there's a traditional Jewish blessing, and it goes like this. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who has sanctified us with his commandments and commanded us to kindle the light of the holy Shabbat. But we don't use that particular blessing because, honestly, God's word says nothing about commanding us to light the Shabbat candles. But we do say a blessing because we do light the candles. We do it out of tradition and we, well, listen to our blessing and see why we light those candles. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who has sanctified us by his word, has given us Yeshua, our Messiah, and has commanded us to be a light to the world. Okay, see the difference? We are to not, we're not commanded to light the lights. We're commanded to light the light of our, <laughs> our light and, and show it to the world. God commands us to be a light, a light that reflects on who he is who resides within us. You are disciples of Yeshua. Obey his commandment and be a light. And I would just say that as you celebrate Hanukkah and you you bring Jewish friends over, especially those who don't know the Lord, this is a message to share with them that our light comes from Yeshua. And what a great message to talk about the menorah and the fact that the shamas, which is that candle that serves all the others, is higher, and yet it is a servant. Amen. So, uh, we, we don't have any more time today, really, to... Uh, chat about this. We'll be going on to a new topic next week. I'll leave that as a surprise to you. But I would ask that you talk to your Jewish friends. I do ask that you would share with them your burden for Israel, especially during this time where the the world and even our country is turning against Israel. Share also your burden for the Jewishness of your faith Share that you are celebrating Hanukkah. This is a great time to share your faith. Invite them over to celebrate Hanukkah with you. Show them the Haggadah. If you don't have one, as I mentioned before, um, go to our website. It's shereshdavid.org. You'll see a banner there that says, Happy Hanukkah. Click on More Information. Uh, that will take you right to the page to open up the Haggadah. Also on that page, you will hear me sing the blessings as I sang earlier in the program and others 
uh, other people from our congregation will sing various Hanukkah songs so that you can truly get in the spirit of Hanukkah. Uh, these are songs that, in some cases, your Jewish friends will know, and some w- they will not know. But either way, the words are in the Haggadah, and it will be a tremendous blessing. Look, it's almost the end of the year. And it would really help us pay our radio bills if you sent us an end-of-the-year gift. Uh, just call our office. It's the easiest way to do it. 813-831-5673. Or you can go to the website, heartofmessiah.org, and hit the Donate button. I also want to remind you that uh, we're collecting names of people who want information about our next uh, Israel event. So if that is you, feel free to call our office and put your name on that list, uh, name and email and a phone number so we can either text you or email you. We'll have some uh, Israel events coming up. And uh, if you have any questions, feel free to ask. So let's close in prayer. Thank you, Father, for your festival of lights and the light that you have placed within us. And truly, may we behave in such a way that people will see our light. Uh, Amen. And so, Lord, I pray for each and every person who's listening to my voice, that they would grow in their desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach. Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.